0: Welcome, morning, everyone. My name is Caitlin, and I serve here as one of the pastors, a pastor of discipleship and family ministry, to be precise, but I'm also on the teaching team here. So sometimes I get up on stage and get to talk to all of you, which is really special, and most... Um, Lately, I've been up here with a panel of people, which I will be again today, which makes me think I should start my own talk show or something. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'm on to something here. Um, But we'll get to that. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about the second week of our series, Trailblazers. So last week, Pastor Taylor kicked us off, and he started talking about um, the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. Because to blaze a new trail in our life, to change the path that we're on, to start a new path, it takes some people to help us. He used a specific phrase in there, um, show me your people and I'll show you your path. And that really stuck with me. He asked us the question of who we're inviting along on this journey with us. Who are we engaging with? And For some of us, that's easier than for others, like Devin alluded to, our introverts and extroverts. Maybe some of us are like Sheldon in the video. We just need a little algorithm to help us along, right? Find some common interests. It can be a little difficult sometimes. But that is what we're going to dive into again today. And last year, specifically, I stood on this stage around this pretty much the same time. I was just having a conversation with someone about this. It was one of their first times at Infuse. And um, she remembered that I shared some really personal things that day. And I'm going to remind you all of that again, open myself back up. But I stood up here and I talked about how the past year for me, not this year, but the year before, had been especially challenging I talked about how things have been really tough, just like my mental health felt tough, um, my family life felt tough, my marriage felt tough. Everything kind of just felt really difficult. And I kind of felt like I was doing it alone. Towards the end of that year, I'd say like May, um, I got together with some friends from high school, and I didn't really want to go. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that boat either, where you're like, "Uh, I know you invited me, and it sounds like a good time, but so does my couch and my pajamas, (laughs) right? Um, But I went, and I joined in conversation with them in community with them, and as I drove away afterwards, I was like, that's what I was missing, Right, I had felt like I was doing that whole year kind of alone, and it was because that was the first year, honestly, that I hadn't been in a group in a long time. And I made a lot of reasons of why I wasn't going to be in a group that year um, because I had lots of other things going on. Right? There's always a reason, um, and so I just didn't join one, and I thought it would be okay, and it was okay. It was just that, right? But I realized after that, when I stood up here last year, that it was time to blaze a new trail. It was time for me to try to get out of that rut and try something new. And so I did that. I joined a group. I decided to lead a women's group online um, and just dive in. But I knew that just joining a group wasn't going to be the key to success. It's not like it fixes everything, right? But... I had to engage and I had to really try because if we're going to blaze any kind of new trail in our life, that's what we have to do. We can't just manifest something into happening, although it's really good to try. I have a friend who really believes she can manifest some things into her life, vision boards and all. I don't know if you guys are vision board people, but it's a good way to do it. But you also have to be active, right? You have to apply those things in your life. You have to be engaging and trying out new things to blaze new trails. Because whatever that trail is for you, it's not going to fix itself. Addiction doesn't just fix itself, right? You have to really try. There is some engaging that happens in a community of people. Um, Even our relationships, if they're broken, they don't just fix themselves. We don't get um, promoted, we don't get that job opportunity all on our own, not a self-promotion anyway, or even if it is, if you're your own boss and you've really made an opportunity for yourself, typically you're not doing it alone. And I hate to break it to you all this morning, but even when it comes to discovering your faith in Jesus or um, going to the next step in your faith in this journey that we're all on, it doesn't just happen by showing up on Sunday morning. There's more to it than that. If we really want to dive in and get to know Jesus better or take those next steps, there's more engagement that needs to happen. Because the first step is showing up, but then we need to join in, be real, and engage. And last week, Pastor Taylor talked about two trailblazers, right? Right? Um, In Luke, we talked about uh, two disciples who were traveling on the road to Emmaus, which Pastor Taylor shared, we don't really know where Emmaus was, but they were traveling there from Jerusalem after Jesus had died. So these two disciples, they were blazing new trails. They were following Jesus. They'd given up everything for him, and they were ready to make a new path in their life. And as they were doing that, Jesus died, Shocker For them, this man they'd been following, now he's dead. And what are they going to do next? So they set off back on a road to Emmaus. They left Jerusalem. And as they were walking, they encountered to them a stranger, which we learn is actually Jesus. Spoiler alert for you. But as they're walking, a stranger approaches them. And they begin to engage with him. He is the people that is on their path. So we're going to read some of these same verses, but I'm going to hopefully shed a little new light on them for you. So in Luke um, 24, verse 15, we start off that as they talked and discussed these things with each other, they were talking about Jesus dying, their friend, the man they had been following. This is a big deal in their life. And they were talking about that together. Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. And he asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? So this man approaches them, asks them this question, and I want you to imagine yourself in this scenario like you are the person, and you're like at the grocery store, okay? And you're walking along, and someone approaches you as you're talking with your friend, and he's like, what are you guys talking about? creeped out. I don't know if I'd want to engage in that conversation, right? But these two men, they take a chance and they engage in conversation with this, to them, stranger. And they go on to say what they were talking about. They stood still, their face downcast, and one of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? So he's like, hey, have you just been living under a rock lately? Um, what things he asked. So now he's really pushing. This stranger is really wanting to know more. And the disciples, they engage in conversation with him and they say, About Jesus of Naz- Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. They start to share with him the events that happened. And they go on, if you read this um, in the next few verses, to really say like, hey, here's exactly what happened in detail. Like, I'm going to tell you all these things. They don't just turn him, the stranger, away. They engage in conversation. They open up to him. So these trailblazers know something that we can learn from That to blaze a new trail in our life, first we need to invite those people, like Pastor Taylor said last week, but then we need to engage with them. We need to open up, and one way to do that is in conversation. There's another thing that happens in the story that I think we can learn a lot from, too, because it's not just opening up in conversation. So you meet the stranger in the grocery store. You start talking to him. Um, you have this great conversation. You guys check out. You're in the parking lot, and you're walking, and you're still, in you know, a great conversation, really happy to meet this person. But then you get to that point, and I think you guys have been there before, where it's time to part ways. <laughs> you realize, like, I actually parked over there. <laughs> so now we have this awkward little dance we have to do where, okay, well, I'll see you later, maybe never again, because you're a stranger. We're going to part ways, Right? But in this story, that's not exactly what happens. We continue on to read in verse 28 that as they approached their destination, the village that they were going to, um, Jesus continued as if he were gonna keep going, right? His car was parked somewhere else. He was gonna keep going. But the two disciples urged him strongly, which I think is a lot, right? They weren't just saying like, you know, if you want to, but you don't have to. They urged him strongly to stay with us. For it is nearly evening, the day is almost over, and he went to stay with them. They didn't just open up in conversation, they opened up their home, their lives. Goes on to say that they were at a table together with him, and he took bread, and he gave thanks, and he broke it, and he began to give it to them. This whole time, this man is a stranger to them, by the way. So they invite this stranger in, and it wasn't until he sat down at the table and they opened their home, their hearts, their food, when they engaged in community with this man, that Jesus opened their eyes. It was then that he recognized, that they recognized, and their eyes were open that it was him, that it was Jesus. And then he disappeared from their sight. I can't explain that part, (laughs) I won't dive into that. But they were able to recognize him in that moment. And I think that we can learn a lot from these two people. That he will open your eyes when you open your life. Because if you're in this room today, there's probably a few reasons. You are either a follower of Jesus, you're curious, and you want to learn more or explore. There's something that's drawn you in today. Um, Or you were dragged here, and if you fall in that category, (laughs) I apologize, and hopefully it's semi-enjoyable. Go grab some donuts. It'll be great, no pressure. Um, But I think that if you're a follower of Jesus or you're curious, Jesus is working in your life. In some way, shape, or form, everyone in this room, Jesus is working in your life, whether we recognize it or not. And when we open our life to him, when we engage and open up, he can open our eyes. I put this another way. He will show up when you open up. He will show up for you when you open up. And so today, I have invited three of the people that I have been opening up my life to this past year, my women's group, to join me. You guys can come up and get settled on stage. Um, This is literally just my women's group. Um, If you join a group, this isn't like a requirement that you're going to be asked to get on stage. (laughs) And I didn't force them to do this either. And they may tell you differently, but I promise I did not force them to do this. Um, But we're going to share a little bit about what this past year has looked like for us, for them, um, and what has made our group pretty special and how we found that opening up together has been able to not only change our lives, but change our relationship with Jesus. Um, We meet once a week online, which is unique. I know um, when you sign up, we'll talk about sign-ups for groups too, but um, there isn't an online group opportunity right now. But if there's enough interest, we can make that happen. It's worked really well for all of us. And we talk for like an hour and a half every week. So we're going to try to keep it brief for you guys today. We're not going to talk for an hour and a half, I promise, although we probably could. Um, we fill that time very easily. I never know how that happens, but before I know it, I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, 8.25, I really got to wrap this up for tonight, right? So we're going to share a little bit about our group experience and what that looks like, and hopefully you guys can take away something from that, too, of how opening up in your life could really make a difference. So I'm going to start by letting you introduce yourselves, so you can tell us your name, kind of who you are, a little bit background information on you in case the folks don't know. So my name is Erin.
1: I live in Cosgrove, and I'm married with three small children. <laughs> and, oh, and the newest and we, member of
0: your family. We got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she said that pushed him over the edge. Yeah. The three children were great, and then the cat really just set it too off. Much, yep. too much. <laughs> and then we have our regular here on the Caitlin Talk Show, if you've tuned in mm-hmm. before.
2: Um, so my name is Sonatina, Tina, and uh, I live in Iowa City on the east side with uh, my wonderful husband Ian, and then uh, we have a daughter, Simone, and our wonderful son-in-law, Simon, Yes. And a huge family through him.
0: Yeah, so you were, had an empty nest for a while, and you guys have lived in the Iowa City area for quite some time. And y- we, you've been attending Infuse for, we were trying to figure this out for <laughs> everyone. Yeah, I think we're around five years now. Okay. Yep.
2: And I think we're around seven years. Yeah. Thanks to Simone.
3: Yes, to someone inviting you. And then? I'm Keisha Fields. I live in Waukee, Iowa, with my partner and our mini golden doodle, Benny.
0: Benny. Benny's, right a, Benny's also a <laughs> member of our women's group online. He shows up
3: all the time, but he's not up here today.
0: Might be a distraction. <laughs>
3: um, I've been a part of my for a couple of years. I moved away two years ago.
0: Yeah, Yes. Yeah, so Keisha lives in Des Moines, which is, um, she's the most distant member of our online group, so I really appreciate you being here today. And yeah, so Keisha was a part of Infuse for a few years, moved away, and then still able to engage with our online service as an attender, and now with an online group, which has been really special. So we all have lots of different backgrounds and lots of different experience with groups. Um, so can you guys share a little bit about, um, for all of us, this wasn't our first group ever Um, which I think makes it interesting as well. But can you guys share a little bit about groups that you've been a part of in the past?
1: Yeah, for me, I had been a part of one other group through Infuse, um, which was a great experience, and I ended up being pregnant during that time, Mm -hmm. and after having the baby, it just kind of was the end of the group for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I was with Caitlin. Yeah, and
0: quite a few other ladies. Yeah, it was a a, a a big group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess I should clarify too for some of you that groups um, intention, right, is that we're getting together with a small group of people to continue life outside of Sunday morning and into our week, and this year it's taking many different forms, and in the past, yeah, an in-person group for women for Erin, and Sona, you've been a part of some other groups as well.
2: Yeah, so Ian and I initially, we were part of a couples group, and we met in person at our home. And that was wonderful. We really got to know these people. And uh, even though, I think the group lasts about a year, Mm -hmm. but we've stayed friends with some of those couples. In fact, one particular couple has moved away, but I still text her if I need prayer or any support. So it's been really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Keisha, I know the group experience for you has been a little different too. So you've been a part of a group before. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, um, I'm really good at one-on-one, small group things. Um, for those that know me, and when I did come to Infuse, like I was always the last one here <laughs> on Sunday and the first one to leave. Yeah. Um, so I knew that like I needed to, I wanted a better connection with fellowship, so I joined group. Didn't have too much of a good experience, but I gave it a chance again. Then I realized how amazing it was to connect with people in the church.
0: Yeah, so Keisha was a part of a group, but um, didn't really feel that connection that time around, and that's okay and normal, too. I always try to say that we talk a lot about groups being really great for life change, and it is, um, but that doesn't always mean every group, right? Not every group is a good fit. Not every group is perfect, although I will say it's been a great group, (laughs) real special. Not perfect, though, but real special. Um, And so I'm glad that you gave it another chance. Yeah. First in... Last in, first out, though. I don't know if any of you feel that way, where you're like, I got to go before someone talks to me. (laughs) Get me out of here. So it was great that Keisha was able to open up in that way. Um, And that kind of leads into the next question of why you decided to join a group. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, why you took a chance on this particular group, and also maybe some of the ways that the barriers that were in place that maybe kept you from joining a group. Um, in the past or made it hard to join this group because we recognize that as we're um, talking a lot about signing up and getting involved that it's a big commitment and that there's a lot of reasons that it feels like it's not going to happen for you or that it could feel really scary too. So you want to share a little bit about why you decided to join? Erin, I know you have (laughs) a great one.
1: So Caitlin, sign me up for group this year.
0: (laughs) I didn't Sign you up, but I did particularly ask if you wanted a, a very nice ask, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, which, which is something that has held me back in the past. I mean, it's scary to blindly sign up to go mm-hmm. visit with a group of people that you may or may not know. So having someone that you already have a connection with was definitely key for me. I did say yes. I, yes, I, I gave her approval. Can't force so. her into it. I promise. <laughs> Yes, but... May have forced you up here today, but not... Nah, yes, not in that, the yes. <laughs> no. um, But yeah, for me, it's always just... My husband travels, so I live a single parent life a lot. Mm-hmm. Committing to anything, um, you know, kids' activities even, anything through the school, is, is it can be tricky. So yeah. that's my biggest thing, I think, is balancing, you know, the commitment and actually being like, will I show up, will I be able to show up, will I be able to see mm-hmm. this commitment through... Is usually what holds me back from. Yeah. That's why Caitlin made me. (laughs)
0: I knew it would be great, and it was, but yes, it can be hard. And I know that for a lot of you, um, you may not have those connections here yet, but even just um, meeting your group leader, that's why we do group launch night the way that we do it, is so that you're not showing up at a stranger's home. We have a really funny story that someone went to the wrong house once, (laughs) so we try not to let that happen again. Um, So we have group launch night where you get to just meet people and see if it feels like a good fit and you want to come back again, and just get to know that leader and put a face and a name to it. Um, or if someone approaches you and talks to you about group, they may be a group leader and you can get to know them even before you join the group. It makes it easier. Yeah. What about Sona, Keisha? Do you guys have a why you decided?
3: Um, so I had moved to Waukee from Iowa City two years ago and um, I just was feeling so alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because Iowa City is a vibe and the Des Moines area, I was like, I don't know about this. Um, <laughs> and it was just really hard for me to meet people and, and have that connection that I had here in the Fuse. And so I was like, you know, how can I still connect with those people? And I was so blessed that the online group was available and people had signed up, because I was like, it's just going to be me and Keisha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for a while, it was just me and Keisha. <laughs>
3: um, so it was great to have that familiarity even though I was two hours away yeah. and feel connected and not alone while I was living in Waukee.
0: Yeah, a new place can always be really challenging and some of you might find yourself new to Tiffin since I know we're always growing in our community. Um, it can be hard as adults to make friends. <laughs> Go back to that Sheldon video again, but genuinely sometimes it can be hard to make connections outside of like your workplace, right? Or Um, other groups you may be involved in but it's really nice to be able to stay connected this way too yeah do you think
2: i was going to say that um, i i wanted to join a group and i was a little bit hesitant but i was i tore my knee and i knew i was going to be on crutches for like eight weeks so i want i knew i could only do online Mm -hmm. and when this came up do you want me to talk about barriers now sure yeah yeah so when this group came up and I saw who was on the group, they're wonderful women, but um, I think it was my own issue. I started thinking about age. I thought, well, these three women are old enough to be my daughters, <laughs> and I didn't want to be in a group where I was going to be a hindrance to them sharing openly, like would they want to talk about things that want someone seem like their mom? but I'm really thankful to my daughter, Simone, who encouraged me. She said, just join, Mom. So shout out to you, Simone. I know you're watching online today. <laughs> and I am so glad I joined because um, I don't feel like their mom, and yet I know I could be, but I feel like their friend. And uh, I have learned so much from them in, instead of it being the other way around. I'm just, uh, I'm just so blessed by these three. Yeah.
0: Definitely goes both ways though too. We talked about, um, she shared that that was a barrier for her and we all thought that was so interesting because The way the dynamic in the group works, right, Um, and things that we've been able to open up and share about, it's been really nice to have a mother figure, even though we view you as a friend, right? But you still are, you know, she writes us little letters, and it's always so great um, in the mail. And so just to have that presence in your life where maybe um, some of us have felt like that's lacking, like, it's just really nice to have, too. And the way that that kind of, like, divinely worked out. Jesus was really working in that, too. So I think that's awesome. Awesome. Other barriers, so we have small children, activities, mom life, Um, your age, um, distance, distance, yep, and distance. And I think for me, a barrier... (laughs) <laughs> that I got nervous about and I told you guys this too was like knowing you all kind of personally I think we're a really diverse group so like there's diversity you can see outwardly but I think there's also a lot of inward diversity that we have whether that's our personality types um, even just like our beliefs or opinions we have diversity in that and I kind of knew that going in so I was like oh no is this going to mesh is this going to work <laughs> I was really hesitant but I think that's the beauty of what has happened out of this group is the way that our diversity Diversity, Um, we know it's there, but we've been able to share so many things about ourselves um, and open up, (laughs) opening up, being vulnerable, and joining in, being real, and then finding so many similarities in our stories. There are things that we're not going to share today in front of a very wide audience, they're very personal, but um, just the amount of similarities in our past, in our presence, and things that we've been through um, that no one else would know, right? Like We never knew these things about each other, but then sharing them, um, everyone kind of has someone in the group that has a similarity, and that's just been amazing, something you would have never known if you wouldn't have taken the chance to join or for me to engage. So, yeah. Any other barriers? We made a nice little list during our hour and a half conversation this week, <laughs> Um, previous group experiences, we talked about that, um, and for some of us, like, knowing where you're at in your spiritual journey, right? Yeah, so you guys have any experience with that in past groups, maybe, of feeling like you didn't?
3: No, <laughs> silence, something <laughs> <Like>, maybe not. <laughs> no, I think um, with some of um, my group members being in the church longer, and mm. confused longer, yep. and just having, like, I felt more knowledge than me. Um, like, Aaron is great on, like, reading books in the Bible, or reminding yeah. us. And I was like, "Oh, have I read a book in the Bible?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes.
3: Oh, we, just yep. did, we did. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did read a book
2: in the Bible
0: this year,
3: everyone. We did it. So um, being challenged, you know, um, by my other group members of things that I haven't done personally, mm-hmm. but... Like, you know what, I I can explore that, and I love it, and I grew so much out of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it wasn't really a barrier not knowing, um, because that's why you join a group. You join a group to figure it out, to ask questions. It's a really open place to do that. And I know for some people that can feel, even for myself, to share personal things can be a barrier like do i really want to open up deep down what's going on when i know i'm gonna see you on sunday morning right and say like you guys know that for me it's challenging to get into the bible and it's challenging sometimes to um, read the devotional for the week or whatever it is (laughs) Um, i can show up and be like yeah didn't do that i'm so sorry um without judgment but with encouragement and accountability to continue to jump in um and so it's just a really safe place to do that. And I think that's what made our group so special was the way that we were able to open up. Do you guys want to share about how you feel um, this group has impacted your life or what we've been able to accomplish together? Yeah.
2: One thing I'll say is that I, I, I feel like uh, there's accountability. I know we talked about that. But seeing these three women who have busy lives um, Lots going on, and I always think if they can show up and they can uh, be present, then I can do that too. So that's really been a huge encouragement. The other thing is, we, I know you'll talk about the studies we did, but yeah. one study we did was um, during Lent, we did a daily devotional. It was amazing. I've never done anything like that before. I've done my own personal devotional, and some days are good, and some days are like, oh gosh, i got to do that. Yeah. But this was fabulous because even if I didn't, I mean, I looked forward to doing it every morning, but if, if I was rushed and I didn't, I had to get a text from one of them who had done it and just said, oh, this was so fabulous today. And so it was an encouragement. I couldn't wait for my lunch break at work to go do it. So that's something I would Yeah. yeah.
0: We really held each other accountable because that was a hard one for all of us. Sorry, it
2: was in a nice way, not in a judgmental way. Oh,
0: 100%. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Always a nice way. (laughs) But yeah, so we used text messaging to kind of hold each other accountable to say like, hey, I read it today and this is kind of what I got out of it, just to keep everyone in the loop. So that was really cool. Anyone else have anything that came out of the group for them or something that made this group special?
1: To go back to our our group text, we really took the time to ask each other for support Mm and prayers. Um, and we kind of talked about this last week, in some cases it would be the first or maybe even the only place we would go and be Mm -hmm. like, hey, I could really use some prayers for something that's going on personally. Um, And we didn't even need to share what it was. I mean, Mm -hmm. usually we did, but sometimes we were just like, hey... I just really could use some lifting up right now. If you could say a prayer, that would be great. Yeah. And then Sona will ask exactly what time and what day. She's <laughs> she's on it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, just having that place outside of even just meeting in group, a yeah. place to go and get support.
3: Yeah.
0: Like yeah, like we said this past week. We were like, Yeah, sometimes it is the first people you want to tell. Um whether it's good or bad. Do you want to share with them?
3: We had some surprises. <laughs> yes, we
0: did. <laughs> surprises. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, everyone, we went through a lot as a group um, this year. It was really interesting, too, just the way everyone's lives were kind of changing and developing and things that happened, so super special that we could be a part of a group during those moments, too, because you don't know those things are going to happen in your life, right? You don't know when your path is going to take a turn, but you had this support around you to really lift you up in those moments, too. Yeah, and Keisha, do you want to share a little bit about what you think made this group different than those past oh. groups with, like, the connection?
3: The surprises that, that happened. Yes, um, it was just such a connection. And you know, when you're around people and you just have that vibe, and you just feel like you can be your authentic self, like this is what that group brought for me. Like I can come in and you know, after a long day, I'm like, I'm tired, y'all. So much has happened, and they were like, We support you, Keisha. Even though we we're online, I felt that warm hug. I was like, <laughs> Y'all hugging me right now, yes. <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was so great. It was a vibe. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I think we all talked about like what made that happen, right? And what made that different this time. And I think it's because we all engaged and we really opened up. So the studies that your group does, and a growth group particularly, um, we set it up for you so that you know you have some questions that get things going, right, and get things moving in conversation. And one of the first studies we did was called "Address the Mess." Um, we were talking about it, and someone said, "Yeah, hot mess, that one." <laughs> How we're all just a hot mess. <laughs> like, yep. And so we were able to open up and shared together about just some really like deep things that maybe we were going through or had gone through in our lives. And I think that brought us all a lot closer together because we really opened up to each other. We weren't closed off. So that really made a difference too. Yeah. And any other... um, you guys want to talk a little bit about some of the things we did in group? Because I think for a lot of people, too, it can be scary to join a group if you don't know, like, what to expect. Um, In our group, like I said, we did Address the Mess as one of our first studies. You talked about our Lent study, um, which was super challenging, too. Erin, do you want to share about how that particularly challenged you to do something you've never done
1: before? Just the daily devotional in general, I had never really attempted. And I didn't realize how much, like, having... Uh, a Bible reading like that in your day-to-day really mm-hmm. impacts a lot, a ton. Yeah. Like, you you wouldn't believe it. it. Sometimes you think, you know, Sunday is gearing me up for the week, but diving in each day is, is a whole other tool. So, yeah. yeah. No, and inspiring each other, too. Like, um, I think Keisha said, or Sona, um, being like, hey, you know, this really inspired me in this reading today, and then you did. You were like, oh, man, I need to go read that. I need, yeah. I need to know what she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And we gave something up for Lent, too, for, like, like oh, yeah. yeah, for, like, one of the first times, which it's not something you have to do, but the book talked a lot about that. And so we were able to hold each other accountable. I know you did social media. Yes. Yeah, and that was pretty impactful. I tried to give up YouTube, but, man, <laughs> every week they'd be like, how are you doing, Caitlin? I'm like, oh, I <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Non-judgment, but yeah. So it encouraged us to try new things and be challenged too. Any yeah. other studies that sticks out? I know you mentioned Ruth a little bit,
2: yeah. Yeah, I thought Ruth was really good. And then there was one that we didn't quite... Make it through. Oh yes, Yes. we were gonna tell
0: you that too. That not every study is a hit in group, but not everything goes well. Yeah, did you wanna share about that?
2: Was it the Bible project? Yes. Sorry, I don't mean to Yeah. Some people love the Bible project.
0: Pastor Taylor loves the Bible Project. It's great. Yes. But for us Just didn't. Yeah, we had some problems with their voices on the podcast. I don't know if anyone else is like that, where it just rubs you the wrong way. But we tried it, and then when it didn't go well, we just switched gears to something else.
3: Yeah, we were very transparent with one another mm-hmm. about that, and that's what was so great about the group. We didn't hold back. It we was like, you know what? How y'all feeling about this? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. Can I be honest? Yeah. Not great for me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's been amazing, just the things that we were able to accomplish together and open up about. Um, and we did we do other things in group too. We did have um, some social time. It's hard online. I think it's easier for our in-person groups. We did play a game together. Yeah, we played a game called Just One, and it worked online. And it was it was a blast. <laughs> You're recalling the memories now, yes. guess. But um, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I really appreciate that. Yay! Round of applause for our talk show contestants today. <laughs> Making the trip. But just to end us um, on a note today, that the key here, right, is that if you want to blaze a new trail, if you're trying to discover something new about yourself, about Jesus, that a key part of that is, showing, is opening up so that he can show up. And I know we're talking a lot about groups, but there are three ways to do that this year. Um, I think there's other opportunities right, in your life where you're able to engage and open up with each other, um, whether that's at work. Maybe you have a work friend that you're going to open up to. Maybe that's um, you know, your kids, friends, parents, and you're finally going to just open up and engage in conversation. Maybe invite them into your home, your neighbors. There's lots of opportunities, but particularly special, as we've shared, is the groups that we're able to offer here at Infuse so three ways to do that we have our growth groups that's what we participated in Um, you're in a closed group same people it's like a year-long commitment Um, you meet once a week but not every week things come up we forget someone has a baseball game or um, someone's sick things like that happen we take time off for holidays Um, but it is a commitment that you're making to those individuals Um, it's a great place to take next steps like i said in the video you really do life together Um, And then another group is our community group. That's new this year. It's a biweekly group. We're going to share a meal together in that group, but it's really open for anyone, and it's open so that you can sign up. Maybe you can't attend every meeting, but you're going to RSVP and say, hey, I can make it this month to this meeting, and I can be there to join in in that meal and talk about the sermon, uh, meet new people at the church, and then also we're going to have monthly serving opportunities where, as a group, you can get together, maybe not on the same night as your group, but get together and serve um, in various ways in the community. And then we have our short-term group that we're offering, and that is um, Unlocking Effective Communication. And you're going to go through our study, I Said This, You Heard That. So there's a workbook. It's going to have great leaders that are going to guide you through that in discussion and just unlock a lot of things about yourself you might not have known and about the people around you so you can communicate more effectively. So there's three great ways to get involved. But again, it's opening up our lives. And maybe it's even just opening up our hearts to Jesus right? Maybe that's the next step that's on your heart. Um, But whatever that is, I hope that you can do that so that he can show up when you open up. I'm going to pray for us this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the amazing women that were able to join us today and just their ability to open up and share with all of you. I thank you for um, the ways that you're working in our lives, the ways that we can see and the ways that we just, we don't always see Jesus. Help us to um, recognize you, to open our eyes to those ways that you are guiding our hearts, the ways that you're giving us that um, pull in our gut, just telling us that this is the next thing for us, the next path that we need to blaze. Help us to turn around if we're on a path that we shouldn't be and to recognize where you might be working even in the midst of something that feels really difficult. I just pray that all of us can have someone to turn to God, whether that's you, um, whether that's those around us, that we can continue to invite people into our lives because we don't have to do this alone. I pray that for those of us that are feeling alone this morning, this week, this month, of us watching online, that are just feeling a little extra isolated and alone, that Jesus, you can be there in those moments, that we can recognize you and that we can find the people that you've put into our lives to help us along our trail. I pray that we continue to engage, that we can be brave and courageous and we can do hard things even though they feel difficult with your help so that we can continue to discover more about ourselves, more about you, and to continue to blaze new trails wherever we might be. We pray this in your name. Amen.